Missouri Healthy Schools presents Mo Health Media. Here's your host, Guy Danhoff. Welcome to Mo Health Media. My name is Guy Danhoff. We want to welcome you to this very special broadcast. As today, we are joined with our Missouri Healthy Schools Director, Laura Beckman, and we'll have Laura on in just a second as we are going to unpack some pretty important things that are going on in terms of social media, communication, as well as some of the new resources that Missouri Healthy Schools has to offer. And so with that, what I'd like to start with is bringing Laura on right now. Hi, Laura. How are you today? Great. How are you, Guy? I'm doing very well. I know I'm very excited. We have a lot of things to unpack. And so with that, as you know, Tuesday night, uh, Missouri Healthy Schools just launched ZagPro Academy. I was wondering maybe you could tell our viewers a little bit more about ZagPro Academy and why specifically this master class. Well, that is ZagPro Academy. It was a master idea amongst um, you know ourselves in understanding that the communication has completely changed with the whole school closures and with um, the uh, whole switch to a virtual teaching, learning, engagement process through our school districts across Missouri and nationally. So with that said, we know that that has really driven an increase in how social media is being used, whether it be for advocacy. What is your purpose? Advocacy. Is it to educate? Is it to inform? Is it to engage? What is the purpose of social media? And it has so many levels of purpose that various school stakeholders can use. So this ZagPro Academy Masterclass is really going to dive into what are the analytics that we're finding? You know, what, what is the competitive? The, the value of using social media to deliver the different types of communication that you would like to share with, whether it be your parents or your administrators or your school nurses or your health and physical education staff or your teachers, who is your key audience and what is the purpose of communication? And this course is going to teach you that. What are the best practices? What are the findings and what are the ways that you can actually do that from various uh, stakeholder uh, positions to various purposes of communication? You know, Laura, it's so exciting because you attended Tuesday night and that, you know, we had basically um, a room full of leaders from around the country and obviously there's a great need, especially with all the continued changes with all the major four platforms to basically we're at a time now where we really want to level up our knowledge and get more strategic and let these tools so we can take advantage of the advantages that they offer us as people that are using these social and digital media tools. So with that, uh, I'm so excited. So I now I was wondering if maybe you could comment on Missouri Healthy Schools specifically, kind of like our journey in this process because we had some very humble beginnings and also some of our key processes that has led us to our to where we are today in, in January 2021. Well, I would be glad to do that. We started small. We started small. Um, we had a small group. It closed school closures in March. We got people out of their comfort zone. 
we began to help these people out of their comfort zone to begin to really, you know, just give them that education and empowerment to say, you can do this and we're going to do it. What's best for kids. We're going to do what's best for families. So we brought in uh, the PTA because now it's school closures. Learning is happening at home. How can we keep kids healthy and well and continue to help families during that difficult time? So we brought in a, a small team, the Missouri Healthy Schools team, which you were a huge piece of it. And we began to um, really build it. And we started out with stuck at home recess and stuck at home snacks. Uh, we listened to the parent teacher organization and began to build from those needs with those short, those snort, short little two minute videos. But then it then evolved even bigger over time. And we began to now, you know, bring in experts in the field. And we have a strong communication team that has some various roles because now we're really leveraging the social media and the YouTube videos into a blog and a newsletter. And so now it's just it has expanded. We've built um, relationships with others to really help our families, to help our students, um, and to help our school districts, our school staff, to really begin to uh, address health and wellness, whether no matter what type of instructional model they could be in right now, how can we help them? So we have really evolved from a small team to a team that has opened up into a newsletter role, a blog role, a webinar role, a social media role. And we have been collaborating since then, uh, bringing in experts to deliver uh, interviews, just short-term videos that really connect to the content that we're listening to others on what they feel are the needs and are relevant to what they need at that point. Laura, absolutely. And all I can tell you as being part of this communication team is what I love that we do. You know, we have our content available on our website, which we'll put that address in just a little bit. Obviously we have social media with our YouTube channel as well as Twitter. The newsletter is reaching an audience of over 9,000 with a pretty good rate of between 3,800 to 4,500 people are opening it. Uh, we have a good percentage of people that are actually clicking on the content. And it's just really amazing because our focus during this pandemic is to seriously provide and raise awareness as well as providing resources. And as you know, our, resource keeps ex our resources keep expanding with the cadre of experts that we keep adding to the MHS family and team. And it's just really quite amazing. Now what I'd like to do is shift to this question. And we know that today there's been massive shifts in social media, as we know that over 50% of the U.S. population, or excuse me, world population, adults, are now using social media. Now, on one hand, that's a great thing. But on another hand, that's created a lot of challenges for organizations to cut through all the noise and clutter. And so I want to talk a little bit about that because it has impacted the way we do things. Uh, here at Missouri Healthy Schools. So with that, why don't you address some of the keys to social media engagement and even, you know, influence? 
Absolutely. So certainly, you know, some things have changed, but some things have completely stayed the same. But we continue to social listen to what is relevant out in the field and with various various stakeholders and partners um, on how we can address some of those needs and interests so that they'll, they can be engaged and uh, again, increase their awareness, their education and their practice of improvement. Um, we're coordinating, we're leveraging partners on various digital media channels and we're working together to streamline the communication efforts with our partners. We are collaborating and have strong teamwork in the planning and delivery of our content from our various expert partners and what is relevant at that time. Um, we have had a dramatic shift in the consumption of social media, which has changed since the school closures began. And because of that, we our goal is to get people's attention. So we've got to grab their attention right away. And we must deliver something that is of value, which goes back to the social listening piece of what is of value at this time. Uh, timely in communication. You know, there are times where we might have a strategic plan of delivering some content out on a specific day and a specific time, but now it's changed because we might be competing with some national endeavors on uh, initiatives on some timely information that they are sending out. So we certainly don't wanna disturb that, but we do wanna come back and follow up with our own experts to kind of give us a deeper understanding of how that affects Missouri schools. And, and impacts our education and impacts our, our, our stakeholders in education. For example, the vaccines, you know, how is the rollout? What does that mean for Missouri? And how do we see that impacting our nurses and our, our teachers who are, and, and administrators who are considered essential workers? So once again, you know, really considering the time of launching that information um, and then, of course, considering the time of, you know, we had Darian Cockrell, te Cockrell, Teacher of the Year for DESE. That was huge. And so we needed to follow up right away on that great message of his, um, his purpose for teaching and how physical education and health has impacted him and his life for his students. And so, Laura, with that, in the case of D.C., as you know, uh, that story was picked up nationally, I believe, in the in the month of December. I think he was on six to seven national, um, very well-known, um, you know, news-type related shows, everything from the, the, the GMA to a whole host of things, and all, all in the name of physical education. And here's a situation of D.C. story about someone that was involved in gangs, and then shifted to physical education and shared his why. And now his message is resonating. He's also gonna be in April, one of the keynote speakers at Shape America's uh, virtual national convention. And why? Because his story is so compelling and what an ambassador for this profession. And that's why it's always important to let or all organizations know 
all our whys are so important of why we do what we do. And it's just so great that this year in 2021, DC is getting this amazing platform that he's paying it forward with. And that's again, how we can increase our influence as well as grabbing more attention towards these things that we're advocating for. So with Laura, I want to thank you so much for today. And you know me, I will never ever do a broadcast without providing our viewers and our amazing audience without giving them a great resource. And with that, I was wondering if maybe you could direct them to this resource that we all know well and good. Oh, yes. I, if you have not subscribed to mohealthyschools.com, you need to subscribe. We are sending out um, in information daily uh, on our website. And we're also leading you to the newsletters of funding for grants, lots of health and wellness grants that are coming lots of webinars and, that are um, on key priority areas that CDC has is supporting Missouri Healthy Schools with. So employee wellness, you know, self-care, uh, physical education, physical activity, nutrition. Um, again, these are just to name health services. You know, our school nurses, our, our, it, it, all of these are evidence-based pieces that support the health and well-being in a school environment and in the school community. And so we really ask you, please go visit. I know that it also links uh, once again to COVID-19 echoes uh, to other types of information and, that you can receive and resources from our partners. Um, sending out great content. Uh, yesterday, I sat in on one on obesity and how that uh, obesity in children is a high risk factor for COVID-19 and why. And then the importance of nutrition, the importance of physical activity, the importance of sleep to reduce the risks uh, of COVID-19. Um, and so again, just so many uh the risks of you know the the way COVID-19 would respond to your body and so it's just so much great information that we are pushing out um we have a blog and we keep expanding upon that information and content so if you also when you go to Mo Healthy Schools you can look at our YouTube video and on our YouTube channel you can see uh that we have um, a Twitter channel. And again, the Twitter leads you back to our Mo Healthy Schools website. You can connect with other people. Uh, we retweet a lot of things from our partners that, that are the same, toward the same goal is developing healthy and safe environments for our kids and our staff and our school communities to thrive. Well, Laura, I got to tell you what, all I can say is from when I started, because I was with you on ground zero, you know, I, I know technically in January of last year, but really when the stay at home order hit and we were producing content right away in March uh, to, with just, you know, two things that we were doing was stuck at home snacks and stuck at home recess to now what we're doing with our cadre of experts, the amount of resources that we make um, available in real time. I really mean that in real time. Uh, so many things that will turn around literally in the same day. And uh, I just am so blessed to be part of this. And really it's, it's for one main reason is because we want to deliver a service 
because we know our role is very important to help all our administrators, certainly our teachers, certainly our nurses, key school staff, so that we can just help each other, you know, as we basically, you know, manage through this whole situation of the COVID-19 pandemic. And Laura, I just want to thank you for your leadership and just helping us, you know, keeping us on track because it just is amazing to me all that we get done, especially on our Wednesday um, communications meeting on all the things that we're now planning. And it's just been an amazing journey and I cannot wait as we continue forward as February is about to hit as we got more exciting things coming out. So you're definitely going to want to stay tuned. So with that, Laura, I want to thank you for being on the broadcast today. And to our viewers, uh, we are always trying to deliver the highest value and integrity and all the resources that we provide. We want to thank you always for your support. For our director, Laura Beckman, I am Guy Danhoff, and we want to thank you for watching this special edition of Mo Health Media. Thank you. Mo Health Media is presented by Missouri Healthy Schools. You can find out more at www.mohealthyschools.com. That's www.mohealthyschools.com.